Welcome once again, baseball fans, to the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, how are you? Good, sir. Pretty good, pretty good. All right, now we have to keep doing this because it's it's winning and working. The Falcons are 5-0. and Barely. Barely. I mean, but, you know, that's uh, NFL, a W is a W. There are no style points in the NFL, so... And that's all about that. So now, postseason baseball. Here we are. We are a week in. Uh, by the time this podcast goes up, uh, all division series matches will have gone four games. Um, we're going to talk, uh, of course, this has been the discussion over the weekend and in the last few days, the Chase Utley slide. We're going to get to that later and segue into our special on the Great World Series in the history of baseball. But let's start with the games that are in on hiatus tonight, uh, starting with, uh, or the series rather, um, Royals and Astros. Coach, how bad was that stomach punch to the Astros uh, yesterday? Uh, it was tough. It was tough. But I mean, um, I, you know, I think the Astros are really playing on house money. You know, I think uh, Toronto was favored coming in and they should be doing Kansas it. City. Yeah, or, yeah Kansas City. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you're right. And I, and I think Kansas City is the best team in the American League, too. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't look at it as any particular uh, one person blowing it. Uh, I think the Royals just finally showed up in that eighth right. inning. Right. They started running the bases. They started subbing in their speed guys to run said bases. And the line just kept moving, as everybody was saying. But, you know, is that any consolidation to Astro fan right now? You know? Because it was right there. You're six outs away from the miracle just keeping keeping going. Like if you in 91, if the Braves had lost in the LCS, how would you have felt about that? Uh, 91, it was, I was just glad they were there. Uh, the, uh, I, I was satisfied that they just showed up. But no, as an Astro fan, I'm looking at this year as a tremendous step forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, certainly, you know, I mean, they have a lot of young players that are exciting to watch, uh, that, uh, they have a, for a team that misses the ball as much as they do. They're a pretty exciting team. Um, and so I'm, I'm as an Astro fan, I'm, I'm okay with whatever happens. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe this. I thought, um, that we would have, (laughs) <laughs> that the, that there would be plenty of Braves teams from the 80s to match this. But apparently their four years leading into this this year were the worst four years of any team in baseball history. Yeah, they got some number one draft picks out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, again, yeah, the house money, I agree. So, but I don't know, you know, you look back at 2005, the stomach punch in game six from uh, – uh, or I'm sorry, game five from Pujols – they came back and they won that. So, what are who do you think wins Game Five in KC? KC. KC. Is it a close game? You think or? Um. Yes, I think it'll be a close game. But I, I, that's hard to say. I mean, Houston's has no bullpen. Yeah. I mean, and that's their problem right now. So I don't believe in them late in the game. Yeah, and Kansas City has more of one. Those those struggling, they have more of one. But, you know, Johnny Cueto, also a wild card um, as a person. Um, But I think Royals probably handedly. Um, Now, the other other series deep in the heart of Texas, um, no home field advantage whatsoever to speak of. 
but Toronto is going to go to game five. Um, what did you think of Gibbons' decision to bring in David Price? Um, I'm not going to question him. You win one at, a game, one at a time. And I wouldn't, you know, that Price now will not be starting this next game, but I certainly could see him coming in relief. Yeah. Uh, very curious. I mean, I, I'd have to go back and watch it. Didn't get the chance to do that you today. Know, but it, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it was that was the Casey Stingle move. Hmm, it good was point. like bringing in Whitey Ford in relief in uh, 57. You know, I mean, that, um, you know, it, it's that was a Casey move. Well, fair enough, and I'm not going to question Stingle's <laughs> managerial tactics, but. I mean, Dickey was, he had a six run lead. He was in a rhythm. He'd only thrown 78 pitches and as a knuckleballer, you could throw another hundred after that in theory. Pretty much needed to win that game. Yeah. So you're, you're on board with it no matter what. I'm not going to question it. I'm not going to say it's not, I'm on board with it. I, you know, I don't, it would have been the, but you know, the Blue Jays are another team right now that has no bullpen, you know, uh, the same thing could have happened. I mean, you saw what Kansas City did just, I mean, uh, what you're talking about that, you know, the sucker punch, but that was just, uh, that could very well have happened to the Blue Jays and the Blue Jays have no tomorrow. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm not going to question the move. Yeah. All right. So now, but I am also, if I'm a Blue Jay, uh, I, I'm in the Blue Jay bullpen, I'm thinking, well, shoot, they're not counting on me next year. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. What is, I mean, last year the bullpen was the strength of said Royals. How are we feeling about this this uh, era of the bullpen considering how this postseason is playing out to this point? Uh, the bullpens were played out more this year. I mean, all of these, you know, 98-mile-per-hour uh, pitchers throwing max effort all the time, uh, all of them starting to come in in the sixth inning. Uh, we are seeing a lot of exhausted, beat-up bullpens. Yeah, so perhaps overvalued, or is it too soon to call it that? It's a change of game, that's all. Okay. All right, so now game five, the prediction. Uh, who wins that game? Of which? Series? Of uh, Toronto and uh, Texas. Uh, I think Toronto will. Yeah, and are we feeling the same about Texas and the house money? No, not exactly. They, I mean, you know, they've been to the playoffs in, a lot more recently than have the Astros, and they've been a competitive team. Yeah, and they've got some big tickets that right. they're paying for on their team. Right. So I too think Blue Jays, but man, how fascinating is it that no home team could could have taken a game in that series? All right. And as crazy as Toronto has been, we have given Toronto so much love for that crowd, and right. yet oh, I still, oh, I still want to see their crowd again. You oh know, yeah, I don't really care about seeing Texas's crowd again. <laughs> All right, we'll leave that there. All right, so now the National League um, first: Cubs, Cardinals. The Cubs yesterday, Arietta actually does bleed blood, um, but they won the game when their best guy wasn't at his best. I mean, the Cubs are when it was blowing out. They hit five dongs. I mean, you know, they they went yard five times. The young pitchers connected it was i mean young pitchers young hitters uh all came through um that was a typical cubs win it was but considering that they won it with arietta not being i mean he gave up more runs yesterday than he had in like you know 
20 years, it feels like, you know, th- what, it, I mean, doesn't, isn't that kind of the, the grand endorsement of the magic that's happening with the Cubs right now and the prophecy of back to the future too, and all such things. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but it also cost me on FanDuel. I had area. <laughs> Yeah, well, there was probably some employee from DraftKings out there that was going to shark you anyway. That's yeah, probably so, true. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, there th- that game will be over and done by the time game four will be over and done by the time this is uh, online. So, what are you expecting to see tonight from Cubs and Cardinals? Uh, I don't like the pitching matchup. Uh, Lackey is uh, he has pitched great the second half. He hasn't gotten W's, but he's his team has when he's pitched. Uh, Hamill has not had a real good second half. I think Hamill can get rattled on the big stage. Uh, Lackey certainly isn't. We know that. Uh, he's pitching with regular rest. Uh, the uh, I still uh, Molina's not going to start for the Cardinals, and I think that always hurts them. Uh, but the um, I don't know. One of the uh, a young Cubby's got to come through. Yeah. Well, of course, you know, Joe Madden is the modern day Casey Stingle by all accounts. So yeah. what kind of bullpen do you think he might run out there tonight? Whole like, team. The whole team. What? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. they, they got to. It's now or never, you know. Yeah. Do or die. Yeah. Well, who would you who would you uh um would you be at all surprised if Jake Arietta comes out of the bullpen? I would be surprised if Jake Arietta comes out of the bullpen. Right, right. So and then um, we got to give some love just to this rivalry. This is finally a real rivalry. And I went to college in St. Louis and of course the friendly rivalry such as it was, but now it's got real intensity. They've never played each other in the playoffs. Yeah. Ever. So the, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know how much I buy into the rivalry. Well, I, mean, I think it's something that the Cubs have wanted to say. The Cardinals haven't worried about the Cubs. No. I mean, how would you compare this rivalry and, like, what's happening this like, year compared to Red Sox-Yankees? Like it's the, like comparing Yankees and the Royals. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's They, they played each other several times. I get that. I, I definitely get that. George know. Brett running out angry. Chris <laughs> Chambliss breaking through players to go home. Yeah, but you know, it, it's only been since the wild card era that you know it's been there's been more opportunity for these in, intra divisional or interdivisional rivals to play in the postseason. So when there were eight teams in your league, if you were half decent, there was a rivalry. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they should have a live feed that you can stream online of Wrigleyville the whole time. Considering when they won that wild card game, it was if they had just won the whole thing. So, but uh, are you? Uh, so where do you, uh, you you saying Cubbies tonight or Cardinals? No, Is it going? No, to- I'm not going to say either. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. So now, Dodgers and Mets. Uh, you know they play tonight, but Chase Utley, uh, game two, he slides into Tejada and breaks his leg, and he was you know clearly if you watch the replay outside of the uh, base path. This thing got debated up, down, left, right, seven days from Sunday and then three times on Sunday. He wasn't clearly outside of the base path. Uh-huh. Okay. He, I mean, he could touch the bag. That's the rule. He just started his slide after the bag. It wasn't even a slide. Uh, the, uh, it was not an illegal play. It was a dirty play. 
uh-huh. uh, but it was not an illegal play. And much of the fault is with Tejada. I mean, his back is turned. He didn't get out of there. You are trained as a middle infielder, and particularly when you know you have somebody hard-nosed like Utley coming down, get out of the way. Tejada was stupid. <laughs> there you I, go. Uh, Utley was dirty. Tejada was stupid. Yep, and two wrongs don't make a right, huh? No. Yeah, well, so that segues into the first. Uh, we're going to be talking great World Series <laughs> in history as postseason is going on and we're doing our podcast. So um, in 1934, uh, during the Depression, you had Cardinals versus the Tigers. And by all accounts, a slide such as Utley's wouldn't have even been a blip on the radar. Uh, compared to how that series went down, it was what Utley did over the weekend was like a slow walk to grandma's house. So take it from there. Uh, one of the biggest connections you can make between the 34 series and what's going on right now is that, I mean, Utley goes in to break up a double play. Uh, Dizzy Dean, perhaps the biggest star on both teams in the fourth game comes in to pinch run and he does he's sliding high uh and so Rigel the shortstop just beans him right in the head uh <laughs> knocks him out that's what happens you know i mean and that's the the defense that a middle infielder has uh Tejada played everything wrong you don't turn your back uh you don't pirouette out there uh when somebody a uh, hard is coming into second base period uh you don't try and look cool uh the uh and if you don't slide i mean uh a ball don zimmer had a plate in his head uh from having a ball thrown between his eyes you are taught as a middle infielder to come down on the side why do you think so many shortstops and second basemen throw sidearm to first base uh it's to make the the runner slide. Now, certainly what Utley did, he didn't even start. He didn't even slide. This was not a slide. Uh, he should have been out for concussed possibilities. I mean, the hottest knee just knocked Utley's head. Uh, and it bounced into, off of the dirt. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, uh, but still, it. It's just, there's so many. Everybody's wrong. The umpires are wrong for uh, not having called that for so long. Uh, the play such as that. Uh, Utley was wrong. It was a dirty play. Tejada was wrong on so many different levels. Uh, we ended up with uh, Tejada having a broken leg. Uh, that didn't happen in 34 when people were playing. Uh, I mean, it was the Depression. That That series is a result of the Depression. The Tigers have been awful for years, and Connie Mack has to sell off his players. He has one of the greatest teams ever in the early 30s with the athletics, but then the Depression sets in. He has to sell out all of his players. Ruth is not playing for the first time. The Yankees seem vulnerable, and so the Tigers come out of nowhere. People forget about them. The Cardinals, Pepper Martin was a hobo. You know, he's you know living in a Hooverville. Uh, they have uh, their the the get they get the name the Gas House Gang, but that doesn't really come about until the next year. I mean, and it's the its beginnings are more apocryphal than what really happened. Uh, the uh, but their players, they're just a 
they have a real volatile team. DeRocher and um, Frankie Frisch, as well as the Dean brothers being the kind of braggadocia uh you know, centerpieces of the team, Rip Collins. I mean, uh, just a, or, or, I, I digress. Um, the slide itself, one of the things you can notice in 34, uh, talking about how tough the game was compared to the way it is today, is that in that seven-game series, there were 25 errors. <laughs> 25 errors made by, uh, you know, the two best teams in baseball. Uh, and by any, and I realized the gloves were not as nice and everything, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, that's a whole lot of errors. And that's because there were a whole lot of close plays there. I, there, I, there were only three hit batsmen, but any films you see of the game, there are people just diving left and right, uh, to get out of the way of the ball. Uh, and then you have the whole thing with Ducky Medwick in the last game. Right. Well, let's, let's. Let's set the stage a little bit more in in the thirties. I mean, when when the teams when when your team is in the World Series, you get that World Series bonus. Um, you know, this is a hard nosed era to begin with. You know, we're only in the live ball era fifteen years at this point. You think this overreaction to Utley is because people just can't appreciate his mentality? Because in 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 the thirties, you know, as as the game reflects humanity in this country or has for most of its history. Um, and you can argue that either side, but you really, you can, you can draw that correlation that fans recognize how hard these players are playing in the thirties because they're not multimillionaires. And so is it, you know, and, and, and that's the hard nose era of America. So is it because in this day and age with our Matt Harvey's and our Steven Strasburg's and our Bryce Harper's who are, you know, commodities and they're, they're worth grillions of dollars and we don't see people playing as hard as that, that when somebody does like Chase Utley, we just can't appreciate it. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, there is a, a changing of the guard in baseball. If this play had happened in the thirties, the number one question would be, what is a Latin player named Tejada doing playing on a major league <laughs> ball team? So, I mean, uh, the slide itself would not have been an issue at all. Uh, the uh, And so, you know, I, I don't think you can compare the two eras along that regards. What I do think uh, in, in what you're saying, the lack of money, the if you look at the 30s during the Depression, uh, look at what a tremendous boon there was for comedians in the country. You, I mean, <laughs> not point. only do you have the Marx Brothers, the Three Stooges, and uh, Joey Brown, and uh, the W.C. Fields, and these people become, and so much of it is slapstick. Jack Benny, even. Uh, this is a slapstick humor, seeing people uh, hurt, uh, almost. Uh, the... Uh, the Tigers were not necessarily this darling like the Cardinals were in 34. You have, I mean, the Cardinals were not a highly paid team. They were uh, a product of Branch Rickey's uh, farm system. Uh, and Literally, they're plucking people out of hobo lines and turning them into ballplayers. Right. Uh, 
uh, the genesis of the machine that exists today. It, that's exactly true. And the Tigers were a store-bought team. I mean, they had a lot of big stars. They had uh, up-and-coming stars. Greenberg is on that team. I mean, you know, uh, the uh, but they were um, they. I mean, it, it was uh, it wasn't quite the Yankees, but it was uh, the haves versus the have-nots. Uh, so many in the 30s, there were so many reports of people going down to Florida uh, and trying out for uh, teams and just falling down on the field uh, from either hunger or just exhaustion, uh, coming to try out, not looking for uh, to be a major league ta- team or a player, but just to find a job somewhere. Right, yeah. And, uh, people without gloves, bats, people that thought maybe I can do this. I don't know. Uh, and so the the Cardinals were somewhat every man's team during that time. Hmm. They certainly aren't now. You know, there's oh, no yeah. comparison. Yeah, they're, they're the <laughs> I always joke that like when one of these Cardinals comes up in the postseason and, you know, hits such an impact home run, it, I don't know. It, I just like, oh, there's another big hit by John Q. Baseball player on the mm-hmm. Cardinals. But, I mean, the 34 series, though, how much did that capture the national attention considering we're in the Depression era and, as you say, entertainment had gone to well, anything uh, to distract us from the from the hardships that sure. were taking place? Uh, and baseball was very much a part of that, although baseball teams were su- suffered greatly during the Depression. I mean, uh, very few teams made money. Uh, the Yankees did. Uh, and... Uh, I'm sure the Cardinals did somewhere. <laughs> the, uh, but I mean, it, it was uh, baseball really suffered uh, during that time. I mean, think you know, the advent of so many, th- you know, uh, including night baseball, you know, and, and radio. And I mean, it, it does change uh, all of baseball. I mean, the attempts made to bring fans into the ballpark. Um, I, I think the outcry however against you know during in that series it seems like Detroit was more feverishly uh in support of their team than St. Louis was in support of theirs I'm not saying you know uh yeah I'm sure there were big crowds at both things but I mean Detroit went nuts you know (laughs) Oh yeah, I mean the uh, Cardinals had to be escorted uh, by police and everything back to their uh, hotels and stuff. I mean it was. Yeah, well, you're looking at a Cardinals team that had you know won the World Series just a few years prior, and Detroit hadn't been there in you know several decades, I think. Uh, Detroit's a different kind of city, and you know this, but I mean you know they oh, yeah. they, they burn themselves down every you know. <laughs> Every so often just to cleanse. And that's, you know, to that point, when has Detroit ever been the darling of anything? You know, they're all the I mean, darling of the motor in, in industry. Well, certainly. But like as far as sports are concerned, I mean, you know, <laughs> there's a giant fist in the middle <laughs> of downtown. Now, granted, it's the great Joe Lewis. But, um, you know, the Tigers themselves, you look at the eras in which they won uh, World Series titles uh, with you know Ty Cobb, not exactly a model citizen. The 30s, the 80s, that 80s team. I forget what their nickname was, but man, they they were just what they were a nasty bunch of players. And, and with 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 the fans and in, in uh, Briggs at that time period throwing batteries and 
you know, the players getting taken out of the outfield. At 68, though, would you say that, the again, here we have against the Cardinals, were the 68 Tigers a national darling of some kind? No. No. Uh, 68, the whole country is aflame. There are no national darlings anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a bad time for baseball, bad time for sports, bad time for this country. Kind of cool to be living during that time. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, you know, Woodstock's a year away. And how ironic is it that the 68 series is so <laughs> epic and considered one of the last pure world series because we have division after that? We, we can do a whole thing on the 68 series, of course. But so back to this and back to Utley. Again, talking about mentality, because people with, with with the era that we live in in 2015 and you've got social media and you've got, you know, I think seven different sports channels that run highlight packages, you know, and, and the, the MLB network. Last night during the game three, since it was a, a kind of a runaway, they took a couple innings to debate it amongst themselves. But can anybody really appreciate the mentality of Chase Utley in this situation, like what he is actually thinking, like, can we not relate anymore to somebody who wants to win that badly? It's, it's Utley is old school. That was, it was dirty, but he's a second baseman too. I mean, you know, uh, you look at all of these atrocious plays, uh, and most of them involve middle infielders, except for a holiday killing scooter. Up. <laughs> uh, the uh, but and holiday plays for oh okay uh, the um, I think it's in a stadium close to an arch of some kind yeah, perhaps right. uh, he's only three times the size uh, <laughs> but no I there's a difference in you know, this a lot of this may be me being like get off my lawn type you know. Uh, a little Brian McCann in here, uh, you know, Puig is going to play tonight. Uh, and he's kind of a symbol for this new uh, way of playing. What Tejada did was just so wrong to dance on the base, turning around, spinning a pirouette, trying to make this. He would, there was no double play on that ball. You can tell by the way that, you know, he has fed the ball, that they're not even looking for a double play here. Uh, but Tejada just stayed on the base. He was stupid. Uh, Utley went in uh, a la, you know, the way he was raised. You know, he played, you know, he, he's, so essentially, he's a Philly. You know, I'll never see oh, Utley as anybody but a Philly. Oh, and no. he, you know, he slides in and he doesn't uh, even uh, start his slide till he's past the base. He's obviously just trying to take him out, break up the double play, and he gets the high fives in the dugout the way that I was raised to play the game. Now, that that's not the way it is in the world of you can't slide into home. Uh, well, then I you're mean, essentially proving my point that we don't have the capacity at large as a, as a sports community to appreciate his mentality. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's there are two different ways of thinking. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and is this good or bad? I mean, I'm assuming, I'm assuming your answer here, but no, know, I, I I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not. Uh, there haven't been all these collisions at the plate this year. It's probably a good thing. I mean, you yeah, know, so I was may, just about to bring up Mr. Posey. So, uh, 
Has it hurt the game? I don't think it has. Was I for the rule? No, I thought it was just a knee-jerk reaction to uh, one accident. Uh, do I think uh, this rule that, uh, I mean, that you can't, uh, you have to start your slide before the bag, uh, you know, <laughs> do I think, yes, I think that's probably a good rule that it should be enforced more. The rule is there. Uh, we don't, right. it's just a matter of enforcing it. It's a matter of putting emphasis or umpires putting emphasis on a rule that already exists. Yeah. And, you know, again, and this is, this point has been made, you know, several times over. Um, if Tejada does not get injured, I don't know if we're even talking about this right now. You know, it's just like what happened with Coglin and, uh, and Kong with the pirates, you know, if he does not get injured, and now Tejada is lost for the rest of the postseason. Uh, however much further LA go or the the Mets go, are we even talking about this? No. Yeah. And uh, I, hate- no, I mean, we didn't talk about uh, why is not Holiday just villainized all over. I mean, his right. slide was so much worse. I mean, he's yeah. reaching out his hands. You know, these big meat hooks. You know, he's <laughs> huge. You know, and yeah. killing this like little second baseman. Yeah. I know. I mean, it's true. The double standard. And this is the thing that really bothers me is that, and Molly Knight, um, a writer of, uh, the best team that money can buy about the Dodgers. Um, she said that, uh, she said that the MLB went all NFL on this, you know, they kind of made up their suspension going along. Cause Utley was of course suspended and they of course appealed the players union and his representation, I hate to think that the MLB is copying the NFL in any shape, in any way, shape, or form when it comes to player discipline. Well, so. uh, there has everybody that is suspended in MLB always appeals, right? And it's usually cut in half. <laughs> yeah, hey, same I mean, with that, the NFL. Uh, so I, uh, you know. That doesn't bother me. At least not that much of an impact player anymore either. Right. Yeah. This is all symbolic. And you're right. I mean, he you know, he's it's not as if he is a dirty player, but it was a dirty play. And he's gonna you know, he's borderline Hall of Fame. The number twenty six will get retired by Philadelphia at some point. Um no, so. I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame and I don't know that he's not recognized as a dirty player. <laughs> well, all right. Um, I got to say this. He had a quite the stoic look on his face as he's getting booed across the board. Oh, I know. And, and that was kind of awesome. Like, good for him, you know, to just stand there and take it and yeah. not react. That's kind of that's kind of badass. But with the 34 World Series, just like a perfect Hollywood script, the, uh, the grit and grime of that series culminates in Game 7. You want to talk about something that changed the rules. How about Game 7 of 34? Well, they're talking about the... The suspension on Utley being made up on the spot. Well, Judge Landis takes a player out of the game, a person who is one hit away from the World Series record in base hits. They take him out of the game, uh, I think in the seventh inning, I'm not certain, but uh, for his own safety. Uh, Yeah. Just ridiculous. I mean, Medwick slides in – Slides in to Owen third really hard when they've got a nine to nothing lead. Owen, by the way, was already <laughs> had already been plunked in the head earlier in the series. Obviously, not a favorite person uh, of the Cardinals. Uh, but and then when 
uh, Medwick goes back out to left field, they start throwing fruit and but batteries and bottles and everything at them. They have to stop the game and they uh, to clean the field. He goes back out there. They start throwing them again and. Finally, Landis, who's there, is consulted, and he demands that uh, Medwick come out of the game for his own uh, safety. I, the, I, I don't remember the exact quote. Medwick, I mean, the, the Cardinals go on to win 11 to nothing. They score yeah. a couple more runs. But uh, Medwick's quote after the game was that he wasn't that upset with them throwing things at him. He just didn't know why they brought all those things to the game. <laughs> the, uh, Medwick was only 22 then. Yeah. Um, it, it was the only time that a commissioner has ever ordered a player out of a game that was in progress. Right, right. A little more dramatic than just suspending somebody for two games. And, and really, they, we think that this is out of protection for Utley. But, I mean, are we even, again, comparing eras at this point, we suffered through John Rocker in 99, and they had to put – you know, security detail and, and tarps over the bullpen so people wouldn't throw things at him. Do we really think the Mets fans in 2015 would have come after Utley with, like, physical violence? Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I mean, um, it's hard to figure fans. You're talking about John Rocker, who I try to forget, but you go to Hall of Fame – you go to the Hall of Fame on – the Hall of Fame weekend, and John Rocker will be there signing baseballs. <laughs> wow. Will he have a line, or is yes, he, like, yeah. handing them out? No, no, he's got a line. There are people that want his, you know, I don't know. The yeah. world's weird. The world is weird. So, But that did seem kind of like a coy or, a, a, you know, a subversive, I looking out for Utley's interest in not wanting a situation to get ugly. What did you think of the fact that there was a pre-first pitch warning before oh, anything I, had happened? Oh, I really didn't like that. No, Ron Darling was about to fall through the – I think he did fall through the ice on that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that at all. Yeah. Do we like that Ron Darling is calling a national game with his home team Mets in there? Are we, are we a little worried I, about – I'm not going – I know it upsets you, but uh, I think Ron Darling's a pretty good announcer. Uh, and um, they're all former baseball team or players are usually associated with one team or the other. Uh, the I you know I grew up watching uh, Dizzy Dean and Pee Wee Reese do the game of the week, uh, and while old Diz pitched for the Cubs, I will always think of him as a Cardinal and uh, Pee Wee Reese as a Dodger, but I, it didn't bother me if the Dodgers were playing the Cardinals. Uh, yeah. the, uh, so I, you know, you, we, you grew up with Tim McCarver, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, and Joe Buck. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, we've, <laughs> it, it gets me every time that the Cardinals are always in, you know, it seems like the LCS minimum and there's Buck. You know, yeah. so, yeah, I can't really complain about it, honestly. And Darling is quite good. I think of of the teams out there calling games, he and EJ Jr. and then uh, Cal Ripken. I don't know. Do we like Cal Ripken as a, as a commentator? Um, no, I, I don't really – I'm indifferent about him as a commentator. I'll tell you he's been really solid, though. AJ Przinski. AJ has. AJ yeah. has. He's got kind of a flat voice, but he's been solid. Yeah. I Hey. Future career right there. Lock yeah. it up now. So, 
All right, well, Cardinals-Cubs are underway, and already the Cardinals are ahead 2-0, but uh, you know that, that falls right in line with your plan. So if this outcome stays the same, are the Cubs going to go win this in St. Louis? Um, I think they will. Yeah. I, and I, I hate to say that, but I think they will. All right, and then just real quick to close it out here, of Mets-Dodgers, uh, do the Mets clean it up tonight, or are we going back to L.A.? I think the uh... – um, I think the Mets are going to win tonight. I, I mean, I just, I think Kershaw will leave with, uh, at a tie game. And I think, uh, the, the Mets will score late. Really? Yeah. That's, that's my guess. That means that, uh, the Dodgers are going to score seven in the first uh, inning and it's going to be all over. I realize my saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the Kershaw and three days rest is one of my favorite annual debates. So glad to be able to hear more about that and less about Chase Utley tonight. So, all right. Well, coach, as always, thank you. Thank you to everybody who is listening on the website, runningthebases.com. Follow us on Twitter throughout the postseason for fun commentary on these games as they take place uh, at running the base. And you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash running the bases. So for coach bounds, I'm Tucker Wells. This is the Running the Bases podcast coming into home, and we're safe. Good night, Coach. Good night.